0: Good morning everyone and welcome to the morning show. Good morning Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well thank you. Good. Uh, I'm tired of looking at that snow. Hopefully we won't see any more about 35 degrees right now. Today's high 52. St. Patrick's Day 64.
1: Beautiful. Yesterday was weird freezing in the morning and then all of a sudden it was nice outside was in the afternoon. Nice. Yeah. A lot of people walking around downtown. Um, last night I saw more people walking with their families and pets than I've seen since fall so it was great it's uh spring is coming
0: yes with the uh the calm winds yesterday i think a lot more people uh, enjoyed being outside so get your uh, green uh shorts and green short sleeve shirts ready for thursday oh today i want to uh point out which you already know it's uh an important day in uh, our family it's your wife stephanie's birthday Happy birthday, Stephanie. Sorry, happy
1: birthday, Stephanie. Yeah. A milestone birthday at that. It what? A milestone.
0: It is a milestone, can we say? Yes. 40? 40. 40.
1: 40. Wow. So, yeah, that was Stephanie and Ella this weekend. And then we had a little uh, cake from our friends, Sam and Mike. They brought that in, so we celebrated. And uh, we celebrated this morning. Stephanie is not a morning person, but we <laughs> got her to crack a few smiles. And uh, we're able to wish her a happy birthday. Nice. So happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday, Stephanie. Is that cake from this morning?
1: No, no, the cake is from Saturday night. We were only able to get through half of it. So the other half is at uh, Stephanie's parents' house right now. Oh, perfect. Yes, it was very good. It's also
0: my sister Marcy's birthday. And today she is, how
1: old is Marcy? Marcy's gotta be, now she's your youngest, right?
0: 57. Is she? Let's see, she was born in 65.
1: 57 57 really yeah, yeah. happy birthday happy Marcy. birthday to my second youngest aunt <laughs> aunt Marcy and Marcy got married on my birthday of course that's right and you threw up I did no I didn't throw up yeah you no did. I didn't throw up at that one you threw up at every wedding not that one I was an altar server but I do throw up at every wedding
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh,
1: I have not. I've been. I was just talking with Brandon the NCAA tournament bracket. You know, it's a big deal oh, yeah. at the office. You brought yours. It's not filled out. I filled mine out, and I had Brandon kind of look at it, and I was studying him. He thought I was making conversation, but I was actually studying the way you were looking at my picks. And uh, I'm gonna fill out a new bracket now. <laughs> no, yeah. I uh, I did tell Brandon Andy Katz, who's a college basketball writer. He posted his bracket on social media. I think I'm just gonna copy it. That's a good idea. I think it is a good idea. Uh-huh. So, uh, Arizona's the betting favorite. Brandon, who do you like to win the whole thing? Uh,
0: Arizona.
1: Hey, Arizona Oregon. or Gonzaga? Or Gonzaga, yeah. one of those two. Yeah, you know, everyone's picking
0: Arizona and Gonzaga, but um, your mom filled out her brackets last night before she understood how it worked. That's fine. And she picked Georgia State to go all the way.
1: Did she? Adam picked <laughs> Georgia State to go all the way. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Georgia State, uh, if you remember, their coach had that leg injury a few years ago, and he was on that little stool. Do you remember? Oh yeah. And he <laughs> fell off the stool when they won, when mm-hmm. his son hit that shot. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to March Madness, and it, it kicks off early with Michigan on Thursday. Obviously, the play-in games, but uh, the real stuff starts Thursday. So a lot of people will be not working. <laughs> on uh, Thursday around lunchtime as Michigan plays. And Michigan he, State doesn't play till 9.40 I on know. Friday. Brandon's happy about that because yes. the
0: kid will be in bed. He puts,
1: <laughs> yeah, put everyone to bed and then go downstairs and have your peace and quiet and watch the game. I like it. Uh, the
0: American Gambling Association estimates that Americans will spend $3.1 billion on March <laughs> Madness on uh, brackets like yeah, this. Yeah, I think the point .1 is being spent in this office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it's the Ides of March. Um, beware. Yeah. What Caesar. does that even <coughs> mean?
1: What does that even mean? I uh, understand. Uh, beware uh, of the Julius of Caesar.
0: March. Got killed on the uh, Ides, fifteenth of March, and basically it just means it's the fifteenth, halfway through the month. Fifteenth okay. Ides of March. Great. But uh, they told him to beware the Ides of March, and he didn't listen,
1: and he was stabbed. You know who else they need to tell to beware of the Ides of March?
0: Who? Putin. Putin. Yes. Uh, and today, uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, the prime ministers of Poland, the Czech Republic, and Slovenia are heading into Kiev today to meet with President Zelensky. That's pretty brave.
1: I would think so, and I think they, they've got to come up with some type of, uh, some type of action plan. Because mm-hmm. um, I just don't see this thing ending.
0: No, and fighting is getting closer to Poland. Um, tomorrow night, President Zelensky will uh, virtually address a joint session of US Congress. And President Biden is even considering a trip to Poland, so um, that should be interesting yeah I don't know yeah. if we
1: talked about this yesterday, but so Ukraine is about the size of Texas, and um, I was surprised their population is so high forty five million people mm-hmm. already over three million people have fled that country uh, the majority into Poland and uh yeah, it's, there's really no end in sight. So I have no idea. Um, it's hard to really even picture what's happening on the ground there. Um, you can't really do it. And honestly, the images that we are seeing, the, you know, the majority of from independent reporters or CNN or Fox News, a lot of it is just the same stuff over and over again because I don't really think they can get to where some of the stuff is happening. So you are seeing some of the same images over and over again.
0: Well, uh, one of the issues, a lot of people are, um just citizens uh, filming uh, um, yeah. some of the actions, um, two issues with that. It's um, just too It's it's just too awful. Too, yeah, a lot, too of the, a lot of the
1: stuff is too graphic, right? And
0: um, because it's um, citizens filming uh, war actions, um, independent media can't confirm that. So there have been a lot of um, videos uh, put out that are from previous wars. Mm-hmm. And so they just can't confirm that. Th- it's accurate um, video, but it is. Um, while we do see a lot of the same images, it's the same thing happening, but it's different people getting killed, different right, right. hospitals getting bombed. It's, it is. It's just. Uh, it's. I know everyone. Everyone is uh, having a very difficult time uh, absorbing it and watching it.
1: Yeah, it's it's very interesting because it's it's all yeah. anyone's talking about. Um, I talked to someone yesterday and they made an interesting point. Um, you know, We might still need to buy Russia from oil in order to have a thriving U.S. economy and that would be okay, right? There's just some other things that maybe we should not do.
0: Buy Russia from oil?
1: Or buy oil from Russia. Oh, right, right. Did I misspeak? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm leaving. <laughs> so in order to have the thriving economy, so you know, who knows? Who uh,
0: knows Russians going aren't on. going to be able to go to an Amway party anymore. Uh, Amway announced yesterday, uh, another Michigan company pulling out of Russia. So,
1: And there's been talk about the Russians nationalizing these companies mm-hmm. um, that have pulled out, so what does that mean? They go steal the stores that they have, <laughs> well, and they lock them up because they sure as hell aren't running the stores.
0: Well, as soon as a company announces they're pulling out of Russia, Russia attacks the company. They say McDonald's, oh, that's horrible food. IKEA, it's junk. It falls apart. Yeah,
1: and all the you know all those citizens, Russian citizens, work at those places. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it doesn't seem like. Uh, Vladimir Putin cares about his own citizens it, either. Uh, he obviously doesn't. Obviously doesn't, he's a psychopath. Hey, I was in Grass Lake yesterday. Have you rode the Boland Express?
0: I, I've uh, looked at it. You need to ride it, <laughs>
1: okay, because it's it's amazing. We had a great time out there at the Lost Railway Museum with Experience Jackson. That is, uh, that's as nice of a museum as it, as it gets. We're lucky to have that in Grass Lake. Oh, we are.
0: Uh, You know what today is? Today is... Today is the 50th anniversary of the premiere of The Godfather. Have you seen the movie? Yes. Yes. So um, I'm going to give you uh, the beginning of an iconic quote, and you have to finish it. Help me out, Noah. From the movie. All right, are you ready? Yes. First one. I'm going to make him an offer, and I'm not going to do the voice.
1: Okay, he cannot refuse.
0: That is correct.
1: Next. I'm not good at the voice anyways.
0: Revenge
1: is a dish. Kinda quiet up in the booth, fellas. Best served cold. Best served cold? Yes. Best
0: served cold. You needed help on that that one.
1: Yep, that came from the floor first.
0: I think it's a Shakespearean quote, actually. A man who doesn't spend time with his family is not a man at all. Close. Can never be a real man. Same thing. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that quote. All right, Uh, I think we got, uh, yes. Leave the gun. Take the potato salad. (laughs) Take the cannoli. (laughs) Uh, All right, one more. It's a Sicilian message. It means Luca Brasi. I don't know. Sleeps with the fishes.
1: Oh, die. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. Great move. 50 years. Long. 50
0: years. In two years today, um, it was uh, Saturday, um, March 15th, that suddenly the world came to a, well, our country, our state, came to a screeching halt.
1: Yeah, it's hard um, to even think about. It's
0: unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I think St. Patrick's Day is kind of the day for me that brings it all back mm-hmm. uh, full circle. So I think in a couple of days when we see uh, the town bustling, it's going to, I think it's gonna feel good, you know? I think we're back.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna see, um, well, it's gonna be, uh, you know, and I think a lot of people are saying, well, how is the, uh, how are we gonna, you know, know the pandemic's over? It's not. In fact, um, it's getting better, but um, in Michigan, uh, we're getting down to uh, about um, 455 new cases a day, which is uh, the lowest since yeah, last great. July. So and only six of Michigan's 83 counties are at uh, a high-risk uh, level, so that's that's good news.
1: Good news, yeah. yeah. The uh, State of the City Address is happening tomorrow, it's Wednesday, mm-hmm. March 16th, and it's going to be at the Booth Center, I believe, right? Right. Booth Center at uh, Loomis Park, so um, we will be taping the event and that will You'll be able to uh, see that mm-hmm. uh, online and on the city's website uh, the following day.
0: Yeah, it turns out there's no internet at the booth Center.
1: Yeah, so uh, Mayor Daniel Mahoney is giving his first State of the City address. He was elected mayor in the November 21 election. Other Jackson officials will also be attending and speaking at the event. So, so we look forward to uh, hearing from our city leaders tomorrow.
0: A relatively uh, new uh, tradition started mm-hmm. by uh, Derek Dobies. Uh, so continuing, Marimol. Uh, I think it's a good
1: idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've got some sports news for you. And Michigan Center continues wow. to have the uh, magical season. So, our uh, scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Uh, Michigan Center in the regional, they beat Clinton fifty-nine forty-seven, and they will play in the Division Three regional final. Uh, they beat Clinton on Monday, and that was at Dansville High School. And Noah tells me that Dansville has a beautiful facility, brand new school. And uh, obviously, you can see from those photos, it's a heck of a school. Um, so they are going to play Bath on Wednesday night. Is that Wednesday night, correct, Noah? Yes. Wednesday night. Wednesday in, night from Dansville. downtown Danesville. Uh, yeah. The Cosmets both had double figures last night uh, for the Cardinals, and they just continue to run. They, they continue to play well, and uh, that's, a, that's a great uh, group of kids and a great senior class that has dealt with so much adversity and um, they're taking it out on their opponents on the athletic fields and it's fun to watch. I'm very happy for uh, Michigan Center. And if they win on Wednesday, they'll be in the quarterfinal and you won't have to drive too far because that game will be played at Lumen Christi High School. So, good luck to the Cards.
0: Well, we'll fill that
1: field house for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then um, if you want to see some local basketball tonight, the Division 3 quarterfinal At Concord, Dansville is playing Arbor Prep. That's at 7, so if you want to catch some local uh, good girls basketball, head on out to Concord for that 7 o'clock game. And uh, that's what's on deck for tonight.
0: Son of Swami in the free Press is predicting Arbor Prep is going to win that game. Is he
1: still writing? Uh, Son of of Swami? Son of
0: Swami, yeah. Okay. Yep. So that'll be... um, That'll be, a, if you want to see great basketball, uh, we've already seen Arbor Prep um, this year on JTV. we yeah. have got a couple of um, unbelievable athletes. So five division one players. Amazing, amazing.
1: Yeah. So if you want to see some talent, get out there for sure. Hey, our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishing. Now in their third generation of being family owned and operated, they pride themselves on offering great brand name quality furniture at affordable prices. Vermeulen Furniture located in Jackson, from the Westwood Mall. And I say across from the Westwood Mall because I was in the Westwood Mall the other you day. You were? I was. <laughs> I was. Two Saturdays ago, did you know Foot Locker's closed? No. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Foot Locker's closed. I went in, I was looking for uh, headbands for Ella, so her and I went in there huh. and I was trying to explain to her what the mall used to look like <laughs> on a Saturday. Is the hippo still there? Is what? The hippo still there? We didn't make it down the front oh. corridor. We went in a back entrance. But yeah, there's so whatever was next to Foot Locker, you know, you can picture it, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Whatever was next to Foot Locker, both stores on either side, closed. Huh. So there's like, it's, it's weird in there. It's goofy, so.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, was, I thought about Westwood Mall. I was watching um, uh, Ozark last night, mm. and uh, the, f- the feds were meeting uh, with the uh, Mexican cartel, in an abandoned mall, and well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good place you don't want to be found. Go to the mall.
1: So yeah, it's just not what it used to be. You no. know, it's a it's a big it's a big mall, really. It is.
0: Mm-hmm. What's in the Alder Building? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. No,
1: Yonkers oh. close. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I have not. Uh, I was actually, uh, I was thinking Brandon should open one of those indoor go kart places. <laughs> They're great for those at, at, mall. That's at mall end cap stores that are closed. You put in a laser tag, go-kart, trampoline mm-hmm. park. Yes, we don't have any trampoline park or a go-kart place in Jackson, do we?
0: we got an outdoor go-kart
1: place. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about indoor. indoors. No, we don't. So mm-hmm. there's an option. Mm-hmm. So maybe not.
0: Hmm. And we've still got Westwood Cinema 1 and 2 <laughs> long before you. <laughs> yeah. It's still there. Who's on the show today?
1: Oh my gosh, we have a great show for you today. We have Mary Jo Razkowski Shannon from Hunt, and then we're also gonna talk to Andrew Sargent from the city of Jackson, both guests coming up next.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
0: Our first guest on the morning show today is the principal of Hunt Elementary of JPS, Mary Jo Ruskowski-Shannon. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you. Good morning. Thank you, thanks for having me, I appreciate it.
0: Last time I saw you, you were showing me around as the uh, bond improvements, we're yes. wrapping up at your school. Everything all, all finished?
3: We are all finished. We have a beautiful collaboration room, which we just love. So different classrooms go down there. We just had a professional development in there yesterday. Just a beautiful room. And we have a new media center. So we're still in the process of getting all those library books back on those shelves. But it's very nice. We love it.
0: Now your uh, schedule is year-round, so do you have spring break when everyone else has spring break?
3: We do have a spring break when everybody else, but we also have an additional week. So we go two weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, that's spring. nice. It is nice. And yeah. we just came off of our, uh, we had the whole week of President's Week off. So that that's was nice, nice, too. So we had that, then we go to school for about, we never go to school more than 30 days without a break. Yeah. A I, I needed that. <laughs> that's it, what I needed. It, it that, was,
1: that would have helped me out a lot.
3: It, it does. It's great for the students and the staff. It's great yeah. for both. It's just, just when you need a break a yeah. break comes up. Yeah. So in the two weeks at spring break, and then after that, we'll get the week of Memorial off. We get that, the week before Memorial Day. So we get that whole week off also, yeah. so it's nice. There's
1: there's so many choices for elementary schools. Mm-hmm. We have so many, cho- we have more elementary schools in Jackson than we do in Ann Arbor, believe it or not. And it's really? not even close.
4: Really?
1: Yes, it's not hmm. even close. Um, what, separates, uh, what separates Hunt from, or what, talk a little bit about what the kids love about being at Hunt.
3: They do love the balance calendar. That's yeah. like the you know, some of the complaints of the kids that move mm-hmm. on to Parkside. They're like Oh, we missed the balance calendar. <laughs> so that is one thing. I mean, they they love it, and like I said, we just we need, when everybody needs that break, it comes. So we do like that. They get six weeks off in the summer. They get the last week of June, all of July, first week of August off. So there, it's plenty. Six weeks is plenty. They're all ready to come back. Parents are ready for them mm-hmm. to go back. So that works out well. They love that. We have um, an after-school program. We now have one through Jackson Public, and that's for our second graders and third through fifth. It's um, it's the 21st century grant through Highfields. Mm. So they come in it's uh, two and a half hours a day, four days a week, 32 weeks. So and it's a, about a $150,000 grant that we get for five years and it's, it's a wonderful program. Students love that. We have about 35, 40 kids in that program. Wow. So they do enjoy that. We have a very dedicated staff. You know so it's great we yeah. have really good teachers and staff it's wonderful
1: you've got kindergarten roundup coming up Me but do. it's not just an average kindergarten roundup i was looking at the things that the kids get to do mm-hmm. um, get to sit on a bus feel what that's like yep. and get to meet your teacher <laughs> talk about all those things that are so important because kids are and parents are both very very nervous mm-hmm. um you know, that, the bus especially, right? Yes, mm-hmm. they do,
3: and the bus will actually um, drive them around the block, that's so cool. the parents and the kids can actually ride in the bus, so they, that's the highlight mm-hmm. of the whole day for the kids. Um, the Kindergarten Roundup has really turned into this, it, it's just wonderful what Jackson Public School, what they do for Kindergarten Roundup. We have several vendors there just um, that we, that they can come and see, they can talk like the library, Girl Scouts, Um, ABC Academy will be there. We give the students a t-shirt, which on the back, if they're either young, five, or kindergarten, they'll be graduating in 2035
1: or 2036. Every time we think about something like that, it's um, naughty.
3: I'm the only one out of all of the schools. I have mine in the morning. Everybody else has theirs at night. So no dinner. And they get the dinner at at night, we get, they get snacks in the morning, (laughs) but it works for me because um, we have four preschools at Hunt. We have two um, Community Action Agency and two ABC, so this way parents can come, get their kids right out of class, and they, you know, and this way they don't have to come back at night. So we try to help out the parents that way. They can register then um, at that time by bringing in their ID and two proofs of registration and their shot records, so that can help out the parents that way. We let them go into the building, look at the classrooms and they can say, oh, I think this classroom better than that classroom. So they can yeah. decide, you know, which teacher would best fit their child. We have a video that goes on. We'll have an orange and black balloon, like a big arch and they can take a picture and we'll have a sign that says 2035. That's just nuts. It's like, ah! So I know it is crazy. So, and we have that. Uh, my secretary will be out there to answer any questions. I'm out there Um, because of last year, parents not being allowed into the buildings. Mm-hmm. We had it outside on our porch and it worked out so well because our porch area is so big we're like yep that's where we're gonna have it again yep. this year and so the parents will still be able to come in and, and look at the the classes and stuff but this worked out really well that we can be right there on the porch um, so it's, it's great.
1: How important is uh, is making sure the kids are having fun while they're in school?
3: Oh I think it's very important but it also has to be very academic because right. we've got to catch these kids up. Yeah. So we try to make the academics as fun as we can. Yeah. So that's, and that is what the um, fields after school program, the, it's not, they have math and reading and they have also enrichment. But the math and the reading after school, it has to be out of the box. Mm-hmm. So they might play Yahtzee for math skills and mm-hmm. you know different things, they might just, just do out of the box stuff but, so it's fun. Yeah. And that you know which they like, and we just bought them. We just bought rollerblades for all of them, and we rollerblade in oh, our gym cool. and stuff like nice. that. So, that so they want to come to school, yeah. and that's what we want to you know. And um, we have four, we have three kindergarten at Hun and one young fives and they fill up. So we need parent, you know, make sure you come to you know get your kids there. Come, um, we start off maybe at about 20 in classroom, and within probably two weeks of starting, two three weeks, we're at. Um, 25. Wow. So, but we still take everybody. But we just get in, you know, and get your spots at, you know, whatever school. We have, you know, we have great schools. Mm -hmm. All of the schools have wonderful kindergarten teachers. They all happened to be at my building yesterday for PD. So it was great seeing how they're very, you know, great teachers. Yeah,
1: kindergarten. kindergarten teachers are saints. They and are. first grade teachers and second yes. grade and third and fourth. Everyone uh, no, is. No, but
3: i tell you, kindergarten, um, I thought when I went into teaching I was going to be a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. yeah, I stopped one day in kindergarten. I'm like, oh, no, no, yeah. this isn't going to work for yeah. me. So I was um, an upper ally. I ended up being a sixth grade teacher. But then you talk to the kindergarten teachers, they were like, no way would we go upper yeah. or So, you know, everybody's got their niche.
0: So That's true. So, uh, My kindergarten teacher was not a saint.
1: <laughs> Mine was.
0: Yeah, yours was. Mine was. Mine would not let kids go to the bathroom when they asked to go uh,
1: with a need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, that's true. Well, it's a, story. a tough school you went it, to. It was, it was <laughs>
3: Ours get to go, I promise. There you go.
1: I, I promise <laughs> you,
3: it's a school rule. They can go when they need to go. Did you have a
1: problem? My kindergarten
0: was in the neighbor's basement. Really? Yes.
1: Well, I don't wow. think that was a kindergarten. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I think I i have a lot of trauma from my kindergarten year years (laughs) maybe there's i think it was one one. so how young is the youngest person um, that goes to hunt
3: well we actually have preschool so we have three-year-olds in our preschool program and we are um, what we call a tier one school so our doors open our breakfast starts at 705 and we start at 725. So we have three- and four-year-olds on the buses at about 6.05, 6.15 in the morning. But, you know, the kids are up, so they're getting on the bus, and, you know, they come, and they do well. And so the uh, preschool programs, uh, they feed right into our young fives or kindergarten. So actual Jackson Public, the youngest is four. They have to turn five by December 1st. And so the birthdays that are between, like, Oh, maybe April to December, any of those birthdays, we consider a young five, not just academically, we look at their social skills, Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Some start right off in kindergarten, but if we feel that they need to be in that young five, then all the young fives move right to kindergarten. So there's a whole classroom that moves up.
0: You have such enthusiasm uh, for the school and you've been there how long?
3: I have been at Hunt since 1999. Wow. I wow. know which is kind of unheard of because it used to be that every few years they would move the principals around mm-hmm. for some reason they just kept skipping me and skipping me and I just never got moved so I've actually only been in two buildings I started teaching at Northeast and I taught for 11 years and then I was the assistant for two and then I've been here since 1999. That's amazing. You know, so the thing is so some of the, like my fifth graders, if they started in preschool, these kids have had me for seven years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so I, I know their moms, I know their grandmas, actually have, you know, I have my kids' kids now, some of my you know I even have some of their grandkids now so yeah. it's worked out it, it's good so they you know we have a very good relationship I you know because I know the parents a yeah. lot of them work like on first name bases and so they can just call me I'm like yep I got it so
1: it's nice you've so. been able to kind of put your your thumbprint a little bit being there yes s- for so long exactly. what do you, what do you like about uh, being an educator at hunt
3: well of course you know everybody's got you know the students they're just mm. the students are they you know they adapt so well I mean you know what, what they've gone through these last mm. two years you know they've just been wonderful. So the the kids they're they're the easy part. The kids yeah. <laughs> are, are actually easy, and it's a, that is a lot of fun. Um, up until this year, I had no turnover. Like maybe a person here or there would retire, but everybody likes to balance calendar. No turnover. Unfortunately, this year huge turnovers between retirement and last year we didn't have specials. Mm-hmm. But this year we brought them back, which is art music and gym and by bringing those back to of my regular ed teachers took those positions so then they opened up those positions and so it's just been like oh I'm not used to this
0: yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd be I'd be a gym teacher
1: I would like I would <laughs> and that's not you know that's not as easy of a job oh as it's you may awful. think. my gym teacher
0: I've got yeah. stories about that too <laughs> Uh, you've
3: had a bad time here. We we had to get you back in school exactly. I should have
0: have gone. I think I (laughs) I need the Yahtzee dice to figure this out, but you've been with Mm -hmm. JPS thirty six years. I have. Wow. I
3: have I'm number one in senior and I'm the oldest administrator, (laughs) you know, most senior I'm like, okay, most senior guys don't say (laughs) oldest all the time. So I have a couple more years and I'm done. So at the you know, so you know and actually I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, Oh, this year's third graders will be my last class. Because, you know, and it's kind of um, like, oh, so like these kindergarten and first graders, you know, kind of makes me sad that I won't see them, you yeah. know, like I've seen all my other kids go. So and it's going to be tough for me, but yeah. it'll be tough to leave Hunt. But I, you know, it's time for, you <laughs> know, it's time for me to go and someone new come in. So it'll be fine.
0: Uh, Mary Jo Raskowski, Shannon is with us, principal at Hunt Elementary. More with Mary Jo after this.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show on GTV. We're with Mary Jo Raskowski Shannon, and let's take a quick little look at what life is like for a kindergartner.
0: I
3: stop my day on the bus. Morning. Then I eat tasty breakfast. I make sure all
1: my stuff gets in my cubby.
3: Then we get to have carpet time with Mrs. Toats. I even learn colors in Spanish. Me camisa es
0: greets. We have work centers so I can learn to read, write, and spell. At the work centers, we get to play at recess. So I swing or play Has a seek? I always make sure to have a healthy lunch. Then we get to listen to our teacher
3: read us a story. All set. Sometimes I just need a rest, so we take a brain break. After all Dad's day is over, it's time to go home. What a good day it was. I can't wait to do it all over again tomorrow.
1: That looks a lot like a lot of fun. I noticed the smiles at lunchtime. It's it's kids' favorite time of the day, isn't it? It is.
3: <laughs> it most certainly is. So. And especially now, we um, because of COVID, we had to have these shields up mm-hmm. that went down the middle of the tables, and then we had to have them spaced all apart. And now the shields are down, and it's just back to the regular old lunchtime, and I the like kids that. are just just having a great time. They love lunch. I love lunch. I <laughs>
1: love lunch. That's so, who does the best part of school. <laughs> well, it is, yes, lunch. that and uh <laughs> when the bell rings. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: besides the uh, teachers and the school boss, uh, there's other partners that are gonna be at Kindergarten Roundup.
3: That is correct, yes. Um, Well, we'll have our ABC there. Um, The ABC Academy Community Action Agency will be there. The Michigan um, Health and Human Services will be there. Gosh, there's so many. The ISD, our Jackson District Library. uh, We have a partnership at Hunt with our JDL that they bring in, uh, about all my lower L classes have this big bins of books, and they bring them in and then they'll come back Pick them up and give us a new bin of oh, books. So it is—it's a wonderful partnership that we have with them. The health department will be there. We'll do vision screening and hearing screening, and they'll give you the information on what you know shots you need mm. and how you get all that information. Yeah. So we'll have tables set up all around.
1: It'll be nice uh, welcoming parents and kids, really without COVID being the first thing that you talk yes. about this year, which will be nice. It—it
3: it would be. It is going to be nice. Yes, it is. And to have them come in the building, yes. it's gonna be great.
1: Well, good luck
0: uh, with this uh, remainder of the school year. Thank and you. Thank appreciate you. all that you and all your great team uh, at Hunt do. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it really is, it's a jewel. It is. It's, yeah.
3: it's a great team and we're very lucky and great kids and parents, so we're very fortunate at Hunt. Hence why I've been there for how many years? I was gonna say, <laughs> cheers to yeah. 23 yeah. more at Hunt. Exactly, yeah, Yeah, cheers, yeah. cheers exactly. <laughs>
0: 36 years with uh, JPS, that's awesome.
3: I, you know, and I tell the kids, I'm like, oh, you had my mom or, something, or my grandma. I'm like, well, I started teaching when I was 10.
0: They're like, really? I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like, I'm like, yeah, no, but it sounded good. <laughs>
0: uh, Jackson's most uh, senior uh, education professional principal at Hunt Elementary, Mary Joe Raskowski Shannon. Uh, we've got Andrew Sargent from Jackson Parks and Rec joining us next.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.TV. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. (laughs) Welcome
1: back to The Morning Show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by The Dirty Bird. Chicken salads, flatbread sandwiches, quesadillas, mac and cheese, and appetizers. 40 brews on tap, including Grand River 313 Polish lager and many Michigan beers. 140 West Michigan Ave downtown. Great
0: place for uh, St. Patrick's Day.
1: St. Patrick's Day, March Madness, uh, food, drink, whatever you want. So it's a great place. And I uh, love that it's only four doors down from JTV. Yeah, tater tots. Yes. Tater tots. Loaded tots. Loaded tater tots. Everything's awesome. Hey, yeah. our next guest on today's morning show is from the city of Jackson Parks, Recreation, Cemeteries and Grounds, Andrew Sargon. <laughs> Good morning.
4: Good morning. How are you? Did you know your title was that long? Did you run out of breath saying that? I did. That was long. Yeah. Very long. Very mm-hmm. long.
1: How long have you been with the city to get a title that long? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Apparently, you have to be there for 20 years to get a title. I was going to
1: say, you've been with the city over over 20 years. That's amazing.
4: Yeah, thank you. I uh, got hired in August of 01, so, and uh, I'm still there, so that's good.
0: Great. It's your only. It's, it's your, you were trained for this. You right. Wanted to be a, you wanted, I know you wanted to be a professional baseball player. But this is your backup plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: I still want to be a professional yeah. baseball player. Me too. <laughs> uh, But yeah, um, I've, I worked for Delray Beach Parks and Rec in Florida. Uh, went to Olivet College for um, Parks and Recreation. Uh, and here I am today and absolutely love it. Yeah, so.
1: and I'm a huge uh, supporter of, of youth rec sports. I think it's so important. Um, and we have just a great program in our community, but you have really, you, know, you guys have had a team there for quite a long time that's worked together for and sure. really have just enhanced and grown the programs. Um, talk a little bit about the programs that you have and some of the participation.
4: Okay, well, uh, we just finished our youth basketball program, uh, our fourth through sixth grade, plus we do.
0: Andy was a coach.
4: Andy, I was a coach, Andy was a coach. I did sixth grade girls with Abby uh, he did 5th grade girls with, um, with Ella. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, I participate in it, and it's just a huge part of, you know, who I am, who Andy is, just mm-hmm. growing up in this community. Uh, and now I work there. But uh, we just finished up our 4th through 6th grade, our ninth through 12th grade. We have a high school league as well. Uh, and then we are in our last week of our kindergarten through 3rd grade uh, rec basketball program. Jeremy Patterson does the boys at King Center, outstanding work, he does an amazing job with those kids. And then uh, the same for Nikoi Weatherspoon, who does our girls program mm-hmm. at Hunt, just does a phenomenal job. Just true teachers of the game of basketball, pretty much. Yeah. And they
0: ref uh, all the other games, too.
4: Yeah, Jeremy <laughs> refs as I, well. I had yeah. him every
1: game.
0: Right. Yeah. Just, awesome.
4: uh, you know, principal at Parkside and just to, just have always been involved in the community mm-hmm. and we're we're so lucky to to have two people like that involved in in our program and we're so lucky to get so many good volunteers and refs and you know that pretty much it's it's easy for us to set up but we need these people in our community to help us you know make that work mm-hmm. you know so
1: yeah you talk about let's talk about that basketball season a little bit we forget that we're unable to have rec basketball last year obviously being you know tied to jps mask mandates covid um, you know, that's a year that kids didn't get to play on a team, didn't get to learn team right. sports. So it was so important to have this this season this year. For
4: sure. And what we saw specifically when things started to somewhat go back to there's the normal word <laughs> again, uh, we, you know, we had 43 teams in rec soccer in the fall, and so that was a jump. And I think people were just eager. It's for example, our youth tennis lessons in the summer numbers just skyrocketed, yeah. you know? Um, I think certain sports are changing as far as numbers go. Um, you know, there's youth football is, you know, kind of going down. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, worried about concussions or they're, it's it's a, a huge commitment or whatever the case may be. But, you know, youth soccer is, is going up. Mm-hmm. Youth tennis is going up. Um, so you're always gonna get that, uh, you know, different, Numbers based on whatever sport it is, but I think you know people want to be able to do something. Yeah, you know what I mean. They want to get their kids involved in something, and I am a true believer, just like you said, Andy, that youth sports is a huge part of growing up. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that, and you know, that's if, if kids can just do something in general, I think they're they're going to be better off. Yeah,
0: yeah. When I was a kid, we didn't have it. I, all there, all there was was uh, little league. Okay. We didn't have our community didn't have like a, you know, kids sports program. The pool had a swim lessons, but I mean, that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Plus you were stuck in the basement and I you was. couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's yeah. brutal. We were left yeah, yeah. to our own devices. I know. Yeah,
4: that's <laughs> great.
1: That's great. But you guys have, I mean, you have programs literally for everyone, which is- it, everyone. it makes it hard to keep up, but it's great because you have so many things going on. Um, People want to know about the uh, Nixon and softball and the pool. Have you guys made a decision on the pool yet?
4: Yeah, we we plan on moving forward with that. We plan on opening. Uh, We're looking at June 20th. Cool. So that is the plan. We got to get over there. And that, you know, when I was running Nixon to start my career in the early 2000s, it's literally about a month process to get that thing up and running. So... Um, that's on our to-do list, uh, but we plan on opening June 20th. That's our the date that is pretty much set in stone. Uh, and so the pool will reopen, um, and then the skate park is, you know, will be open. But it's, you know, skate at your own risk, come in and out as you please. The gate on Cooper Street will be open. Um, so. But I'm, I'm happy that the pool will reopen. Yeah, I too. think the community needs it. So hopefully
0: we'll be able to get some hot dogs there pretty soon.
1: Maybe,
4: you know, we have, we talked about getting the concession stand open and back up. I think, you know, that, that thrives the park. You know, mm-hmm. when people can come in and utilize the swimming pool and then go to the concession stand, sit on the deck under the awning and just relax. I, I think people need that in this yeah. community. And yeah. so I, I'm happy that it will open back up.
0: So t- two, was it three years? Two years we didn't have a pool. Two, two years. Two
4: years. Two years yeah. So. Uh, so
0: hot that first year. Remember yes. How hot it was that first year. Um, my oh, memory cool. is. Yeah. And and <laughs> in
4: regards to weather, I just. <laughs> sorry. I don't keep track. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but uh, you're you're coaching
0: uh, soccer. Yeah, this year. I do. Yeah.
1: I, I coach uh, soccer as. Yeah. Uh, you know I don't get paid. It's a volunteer <laughs> position of mine. Trying to. You don't get
0: paid, but people can actually be fired from uh, Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> From being a volunteer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, yeah, I've do. had to fire volunteers before. <laughs> yeah. If that's um, really a firing, but it's... Yeah, if yeah. you're
1: in that situation, you're probably, uh, you probably shouldn't be coaching. But, yeah, yeah. I would encourage um, anyone to volunteer as a coach. You really don't need to know, especially with soccer at a young age, you don't need to know too much uh, about the actual sport. Right. And, um, yeah, pick up a whistle.
4: But we have we, other things we have going on just to touch on real quick. Um, you know, we have our youth soccer program that is up and running. It's K through eighth grade uh, registration now through April 14th. Our adult soccer program will be running registration through April 14th. The Jamie McKibben Daddy Daughter Dance mm-hmm. is May 6th and 7th registration. And you can buy your tickets now on the fifth floor of City Hall until they are completely sold out. The event will take place at Keeley Park right down the street from downtown. Um, Sharp Park Golf Course, the plan is to open March 24th and 25th. Uh, so we're looking at that date. You know, it's soft in the back, and mm-hmm. the weather is starting to hit a little bit later than people in Michigan would like, but that's the way it goes. Um, but uh, So we're looking at that. Um, we talked about Nixon, um, but, I mean, yeah, we're, we're up and running, so...
0: I noticed the um, disc golf course is getting a new uh, sign and it's kind of getting a new focus. It it's popular. Yeah, it is popular. It is
4: utilized a lot. Um, Kiwanis Group uh, came through, and so a sign is going up at you know the entrance uh, right by the roundabout. Mm-hmm. So you know there's just there's so many things going on. Uh, you know you living here. You know we. I just hope people take advantage of what Jackson has to offer. There's so many things you just have to get out and look for it because there are so many things to do. It's just a a good family community. So many uh, events going on outside of, you know, parks and recreation, but uh, as well as being in parks and recreation. We have so many. There's so many programs this summer that we're going to offer, and uh, you know we're just finishing up our brochure now, and we're we're gonna. We're going to be busy.
1: Yeah, and you guys also make sure that the, that our town looks beautiful, especially uh, when we have these events coming in. We see uh, your staff out early, early in the morning, for sure, um, taking care of everything and uh, keeping our city nice. For sure, appreciate you. This is, uh, volunteer group, people for the parks and trails.
0: Yes.
4: Yeah. So, our uh, to touch on that, Andy. Uh, you know, we have limited staff. We just have full time staff, no part time staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, within our parks department. There's part-time staff at Sharp Park Golf Course, um, but only full-time to try to take care of 27 city parks on top of taking care of downtown. But those guys do a phenomenal job trying to clean up as much as they can on top of putting out fires on a daily basis. Uh, They do a phenomenal job. Uh, And then our people for the parks is, we're in our second year and we're starting to ant that up now to where, you know, Now we're going to be a 501C3. Um, uh, Aaron Demick and Scott Damage and, you know, Matt Hines, we're we're trying to grow this program to where, you know, people can come out and volunteer, um, you know, once every two weeks. Uh, We're going to just take two hours of their time and go out and knock things out in certain areas of the city. So it's a great group to be a part of, and we're excited that it's a part of the city. Do you
0: have your first... uh event or a cleanup project
4: yet? Um, So on Sunday, uh, this Sunday, we have a huge Zoom meeting with everybody who is registered to be uh, a part of the group. And uh, what I do in the spring is I go around to all city parks and make an assessment. So I'm going to do that um, probably Thursday or Friday this week and just go to each park and really narrow in on what needs to be taken care of. Uh, then I'll get on that Zoom and then present that to our People for the Parks uh, members, and then go from there. But it will be, we, Aaron set up, Aaron Dimmick set up a, a page for People for the Parks. So we have our own website now. Awesome. Yeah. Keep,
1: keep up the great work.
4: Thank you. There's so many good people involved. Yeah. In, you know what I mean? I appreciate you saying that, but we're lucky. The staff is so good. And Kelly and Joe and, and Tony, all, they're all so good. And uh, people involved, are re- we really appreciate them
1: where um, spring break's coming up. Where do the sergeants go?
4: Uh, this year, we're going to Dustin. We're gonna nice. go to the west side of the state this year, try something different. Cool. Um, and it's just gonna be us four and just relax. Awesome. Just go back to a little family vacation. I like that.
1: My uncle lives uh, there. I'm gonna give you his address.
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah. and
0: I went to Dustin once. I rented a car and there was a turtle, giant turtle in the trunk.
4: First in the story. Tr- yep. mm-hmm. Are, Are you serious? serious. Premium yeah. SUV, too. So, so it was in the trunk when you rented the yes. car? Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody forgot it. I don't think it climbed in there. I don't
0: know. no idea.
4: That's crazy. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thanks a me. lot. Seriously, thank you for all you guys do. Thank you. It's phenomenal what you cover. Thanks. No, seriously. I've been here 20 years, and it's unbelievable what you guys cover. Love seeing all the stuff on Facebook. Good job. Thank, thank you. so much. Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Andrew Sargent from the City of Jackson. More on The Morning Show in a moment.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
0: you okay (laughs) yes (laughs) welcome back to the morning show are your dogs well behaved certainly uh the uk has um determined who the um country's naughtiest dogs are an insurance (laughs) company um so sure held a competition uh, to find out who the world's, uh, the country's naughtiest dogs were, and they had um, several um, naughty, naughty dogs that were crowned the oh, winners.
1: Th- see, that's the worst. Now, yes. one of our dogs, um, Kitchen. God rest his soul, he used to do that. <laughs> we'd come home and uh, the house would look like that. Yeah. And we'd say, "Oh, that's a good boy. Uh, the
0: first dog uh, destroyed their uh, soccer goal in the backyard. In Great Britain, the soccer girl in the backyard, that's a big thing. That's like our basketball and that's in the front. Uh, this oh this is a mattress um, cover that was
1: um, destroyed. That's a greyhound there too.
0: That's yes. a naughty
1: they can be naughty. The winner
0: was a cheeky mixed breed from Haverford West who was caught destroying cushions and oh my gosh, that's a leather was a leather couch. That cute dog <laughs> couldn't have done that. <laughs> no. Wow. So the uh, uh, shoes, dogs, you're, you've lost some shoes yeah to dogs, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I
1: have. Not good ones, though, thank yeah. God. Uh,
0: this is the winner, um, Layla. Oh. She's a mixed breed. Um, she destroyed all the cushions on the sofa, covered the living room in feathers. Huh. Wow. What a mess. So congratulations to the winners. The winner gets a 200-pound voucher to a... Uh, a furniture store. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Very nice. I don't think you can buy a couch for that. Probably not. Uh, No. What else is going on? Uh, Dolly Parton. She is not, not going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. (gasps) Really? Because she said, no, somebody else should be. Uh, I haven't earned that right. She posted on social media. Really? Apparently the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they, they put out this, uh, the short list. (laughs) So there's a group of people they're considering and she was on and she said, take me off.
1: The the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is weird. Uh,
0: The first, uh, yeah, it is. Um, Here's who's um, nominated or who's on the short list. Eminem, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie definitely, he needs to be in there. Eminem too. Duran Duran, A Tribe Called Quest, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Pat Benatar, Dionne Warwick. What, they're not in it.
1: Carly Simon,
0: really? Judas Priest and Beck. So, all those people, they need to be in it, but... Um, it's a Parton. weird,
1: uh, you know, whoever's the board of governors at this thing, <laughs> they really handpick whoever the hell they yeah. want, because it's, like you said, there's always a list of people, you're like, how are they not in already? Um, I remember we went down, and th- the people that were being inducted, I'd never heard of, so there's this secret like music society that selects mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame.
0: Fila Cootie, have you heard of that group? I'm sorry? Am I saying st- it wrong?
1: <laughs> right, I think you might be saying that wrong. Um, judging, judging by, uh, judging by Brandon's reaction, obviously I'm gonna take never a sip heard of, of, of it. This is that
0: Do you have all the records, Brandon? I have no idea who it
1: is. Here,
0: yes. maybe, I, maybe I. Am I saying it wrong?
1: I don't know. You say it.
0: No, <laughs> no, say it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going to. <laughs> you say it, Brandon. Say it, Brandon. You look Yeah, see, you that's did. how I said it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> F-E-L-A space K-U-T-I. Hey, that's all for today. Join us tomorrow, we'll have Dr. Brian Kim and Dr. Peter Bullock from IEP Urgent Care, along with George Pearson from Howard Hanna Real Estate Services.
0: Later today, Angie Shepherd, Steve and Stephen Tucker, Joel Kinnison, Margo Deaver, Andrea Parshall, and our Big Brothers Match of the Month. Hope to see you this afternoon. Thanks for watching.